This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Oh, you got her, dude. She's down. Let's go. Dude, I just shot a deer of a lifetime. Freaking smoke team. One with nature, and if you're a believer, one with God. Definitely gets your heart pumping. Boy, you are in trouble. Oh, Obsession Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another week of our Fall Obsession Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We are bringing you guys a new episode every single Monday morning. And if you guys haven't already, we want to make sure you follow and subscribe so that you get notified every time we do roll a new one out. Like I said, every single Monday morning. I am Sam with Fall Obsession, your host for this week. And I'm joined by one of our pro staff and a great contributor to Fall Obsession, pro staffer Brendan Scott. Welcome back, man. Hey, thanks, man. Super excited to have you back on here. For those of you who may be a new listener, um, Brendan has been on the podcast before. A really awesome episode, actually. It's episode 54, titled, uh, I think we have it titled DIY Colorado Elk. Brendan went on last year uh, a complete do-it-yourself public land Colorado elk hunt. It was a long time coming. It was a successful hunt. Killed an awesome bull out there. Um, So a really cool episode. Break down a lot of stuff. Some crazy stories in that one. Again, if you guys haven't heard it already, I encourage you guys to go back and check it out. And Brendan, I don't know if you know this, but that episode 54 where you joined us last time, it is actually the second most downloaded episode we've ever had on our podcast. So wow, you got a Good. got one in the top five there, buddy. Awesome. Heck yeah, glad to hear that. And I'm hoping that uh, that these these podcasts that we're going to knock out with you here in this week and uh, another one upcoming after this that they'll be uh, following suit and that'd be awesome. But today we want to talk about uh, turkey season. I know turkey season has been concluded for a little while now, but Um, We're still kind of trying to get some recaps in and some folks on here um, who had some good seasons. 
and I know it was a good season for you. So I um, want to kind of dive in and talk about that and recap some of the, some of the memorable hunts and experiences uh, that you and your fiance now wife um, had this past season. And congratulations on the wedding, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So just kind of, I, I know you, like I said, you've been on pretty recently on the podcast, but um, give your, for those who may not call it episode 54, give yourself a brief introduction and just kind of where, where you're from. And then let's dive into this Turkey season. Well, I'm Brendan Scott. Um, I'm originally from the Oklahoma panhandle, but now we've moved a couple hours outside of it, but still living in Oklahoma, Northwestern Oklahoma. So it's pretty good out here. We got, I'm within five hours of pretty much everything you can think of to hunt. So really can't beat it. That's awesome. Well, how set us up for set us up for spring turkey in 2021 um did you do any scouting beforehand did you have any idea of numbers or any particular expectations or was it just it was time to turkey hunt and you were going well in past years i would have done a whole lot more scouting um this year we had our wedding coming up so it seemed like most of our time went towards that trying to get everything um i was working a lot of hours trying to get everything paid for and then we were you know getting everything planned for that so i didn't get to do the scouting that i usually would so but i mean we did a little bit of scouting but most of it was pretty much like uh well we've seen birds here in the past so let's go see if we can get lucky and we did (laughs) several times actually (laughs) awesome so tell us about the so tell us about the first one hitting the ground. So the first one, um, we went out opening morning of Oklahoma turkey season, which was April sixth, and me, Courtney, and um, one of my best friends, Justin Mays, were we, we wanted to get Courtney a bird first because she'd never shot one before. Last year we tried and tried and tried to get her one, and every time she couldn't come we call in several birds and when she couldn't come well or when she could come we'd get skunked and never failed so figured we'd try to get her one first and and uh, this one spot i have which is over probably 45 miles from our house or so we uh we'd seen some birds there last year me and one of my buddies heath have killed birds there almost every year but um we went out there and got in i mean perfect timing we're walking in and i hit a couple calls just a couple yelps and we didn't hear anything nothing gobbled at all and i was like "Ooh, maybe you know (laughs) this isn't gonna be good so we walked in another like 100 yards and um i hit one more yelp and all of a sudden we got five toms gobbling literally all the way around us holy cow i'm like i'm like oh this is gonna happen like now and the the closest one was probably already 60 yards away if that he was just we were down in the in a bottom um covered with cedars so there was no way he could see us and there's no way we could see him and um but he was close real close and so justin stayed with courtney they got set up and i took off running and i got well i set the decoy up and I ran off probably about 100 yards behind him or so. And um, that was honestly probably one of the hardest toms I've ever called, which worked out, especially for it being her first one. The suspense was 
definitely getting to her. <laughs> so we, I worked from the first time he gobbled, I bet I worked that bird for 45 minutes. And like I said, the whole time he's only like 60 yards away and he did not want to come. Huh. And finally he just couldn't take it no more, which I could see him for about 20, 30 minutes of it. Cause I was up on top of the hill and they were down lower. So they, they could never see him till he finally decided he was going to come. So, about the time he decided he was going to come, he came and he, I called him in. He came in six yards from her and she smoked him. So it worked out perfect. Wow. Um, so she smoked him. We took our pictures and everything. And, um, we, I put, I put the bird up and just kind of put him up in a tree to keep him away from any coyotes or anything. Um, and I was like, well, I guess it's our turn, Justin. So we went, we walked probably, Oh, four or 500 yards down the, down the draw. And, uh, I hit a Yelp. Boom. We got two more Toms gobbling. And, um, I'm like, Whoa, we might have, say might go really well. So, but right, right. We look and I can see him. They can, they can see us. I can see them. And so we all just hit the ground. And, um, the only way we could get to him is if we cross the creek. So we circle way around, cross the creek. Um, we were trying to get up to him, and he's you – know, both these toms, there's two toms together. Both of them are big, real big. And um, they're probably 150, 200 yards away at this time. They, there's like five or six hens there. There was no way it was going to happen. I mean, honestly, we, we tried and tried. They did not want to come. So we we have a – it's worked several times for us but didn't really expect it to work this time because we had to get this this pasture that they were in they were out like i said 150 200 yards out in, in the middle of it with it's it's heavily grazed and there's nowhere to hide there's nowhere to sneak up to them so we had a old turkey fan and i said well i guess what we can do is we can sneak up we can just try to walk, you know, crawl up to him behind the fan and see if it'll, if we can get close enough. So Justin held the fan and his shotgun and we started crawling. We got, we got within probably about 75 yards of them and that made them mad <laughs> and they came running in. Um, they got about 30 yards away and don't ask me how, but we counted. I said, all right, on three drop the fan and we'll shoot so one two three he drops the the fan i shoot i bust mine he shoots and his goes flying i don't know what happened he don't know what happened that was the first turkey he's ever missed oh and, man <laughs> so we could have had a triple that morning but ended up only being a double but still i mean it was an awesome hunt either way it was cool just being able to you know crawl up to them that close and see how they react to the fan yeah so you went no cover nothing yeah you went from not really sure if it would even be a promising morning to all of a sudden you, you said five five toms gobbling around you and next thing you know you got yep. a double on the ground yep exactly wow that's awesome it is awesome now was that courtney's was that her first turkey or has she killed yep. before that was her first one awesome so and she was hooked after that after that that's all she could talk about when are we gonna go again when are we gonna go again <laughs> I haven't heard of a single person ever that hasn't killed their first turkey and then been hooked from that point on. Oh yeah, it's one of the most. I rank it right there with deer hunting. Like she was, 
she was she was talking to me because you know she saw her, her first year last year so she was like man i don't think i mean it's just a bird i'm like you just wait till you see till you call one of these just a birds in and you'll be hooked it's it's right there with deer hunting like i i don't know if i could put one above the other that's how much i love it and she's right there too now she's like ah, i see what you're talking about <laughs> awesome that's what we like to hear so it didn't stop there for you guys. Y'all kept on rolling, and <laughs> we did. I, I know that uh, that turkey turkey hunting and turkey kill pictures kept. Uh, it seemed like they kept flooding in from from you. So, um, what happened next? So next, um, it, we waited. We we had gone out almost, you know, probably two or three times a week after that, but. Um, same thing. It was always. It, it seemed like it got really windy. I don't know. Y'all know about Oklahoma. Pretty much is always windy. But yeah. so there was a, a a bad weather couple couple weeks of bad weather that we couldn't really. We didn't have a whole lot. I mean, we really didn't go just a whole lot because of the bad weather. But when we did get, we didn't have a lot of luck. But finally, one day we get off work, or I get off work, and it's late. I mean, it's probably an hour till it gets dark and I'm like let's drive out here just a couple of miles south of our house I'm like, let's just drive out here and see what we see and um we had never even seen a turkey out here like never seen one and i'm like eh, it can't hurt i mean maybe we'll see a coyote or something you know so we drive out there and courtney goes look down there what's that i said is that a hog she, we look because we look in the binoculars like four or five hundred yards away. She's like, "That's a turkey. That's a lot of turkeys." I'm like, holy crap, it is! I get my spotting scope out, and um, I'm like, "That's a big turkey," which he was huge. Um, so I'm like, "All right, well, let's go after him." I told her I was like, "You need to." I didn't even have my camo because I was. I figured, like, I had just got off work. She had, I think, she had like a camo hoodie on, and um, I was like, "Well." that's the biggest turkey i've probably ever seen court we need to go now and um like we didn't have enough time to go back to the house get the camera or anything like, we, we just need to go so um and it's another really really windy day I, I think the window was blowing like 30 that day so we had to get close just for them to even hear a call so um i see which way they're they're headed and i'm like all right well let's get set up over here and um, we get set up it's getting really close to dark and they never come like, well, crap. So then we, I said, well, let's just crawl up to the top of this ridge and look down and see where they're at. So we both crawl up and, um, there they are. They're in the same exact place they were earlier. Like, well, okay. So we crawl through this open pasture. I mean, it, it wasn't grazed though, so at least you could hide. We crawl through this open pasture. I get within 75 yards of these turkeys and um, she's like, you just shoot him. I was like, no, you need to shoot him. She's like, you've never even seen a turkey that big. You shoot him. I'm like, well, you don't, you don't got to twist my arm anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I uh, I get set up behind this yucca. And that's all I have. And like I said, I'm I'm in like just a, a t-shirt, nothing. Like I'm like, there's no way this is actually gonna happen. I had to call a couple times, and he fans out. And here he comes. I'm like, whoa, this might actually happen. So. He uh, he comes in and I lose him. Uh, I have because I don't want to move too much, just because I don't have any camo or anything. And um, and I'm like, well, where's he at? So I hit just a soft yelp. He gobbles like 20 yards away. I'm like, oh crap. So I slowly turn, 
And about that time, he pops up over the ridge, and uh, he was at like 17 yards, and I smoked him. Awesome. And that was that one that um, y'all got the picture of. I, he was almost 11-inch beard, and then like inch and three-quarter spurs, I think it was. So, I mean, he was wow. big, real big. As a stud. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it, honestly. We got up to him, he just didn't. Didn't get no smaller, that's for sure. <laughs> when we seen him, he was dragging the ground. I was like, "That's that's turkey we need to get." Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> no, that, that's worth the that's worth the effort right there. That's a stud. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was great. And then a couple, well, about a week later. Yeah. And no, it wasn't. It was that weekend. That next weekend. That was. That, I think that was like Thursday, and then it was Saturday morning. Um. We went to a different place, which is just down the road from that place, which last year I had shot a turkey on on opening day. and But this year we had just not had – we've seen the turkeys around. And during deer season, I had like 15 toms in one group coming in. But I had set some um, cameras up out there to try to see turkeys. So we did not have a single picture of a turkey nowhere. So um, we went out there, and I was going to try to get Courtney one more bird. Well, we were actually going to try to get two more, but it just didn't work out. But besides the point, we um we get out there and right – it was early morning, which is the only time I could think that they were coming because we we'd gone out several evenings and never seen nothing, never heard nothing. It was just dead. So we went out that morning, and sure enough, here they are. Um, we, I had a, a water tank that I had filled up, just like a cattle tank, and luckily they were coming to that. So – um she had i think there's three toms in that one group and like 10 hens and like i said we hadn't had a picture of them all year like i think we just got lucky they showed up it all worked out but um they crossed the road and they come in and they they were headed to that water tank but um i was able to call them off of it and called in her bird and she busted her second one of the year wow so we were we were gonna try which we had both every all the land that i had to hunt around here anyways was you in oklahoma you can shoot one bird per county up to three birds so we really really wanted to limit out like it was on the goal but by the time that like we were just so busy with the wedding stuff it just never was able to happen and then i had my bear hunt come up which was you know like that took a lot of a lot of my planning time you know i was getting ready for the bear hunt anyway so yeah like uh, i sh- i did i had fun i had my fun for turkey season this year so <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a blast so I, I wanted to talk also about just your your gear setups your calls that you've been using um and then also with this being courtney's first year um to kill a bird uh, and and you may have mentioned it, and I and I didn't catch it. I didn't hear if it was her first year to actually turkey hunt. Period. Um, but I want to talk about what you got her set up with as well. That way, if we have any uh, any guys looking to get their their wives or their their girlfriends in involved in turkey hunting, um, kind of maybe give them some give them some pointers on some setups that might might be good to to get them started at a comfortable level. Yeah. Yeah, she's actually just using my my old trusty Remington 870. Okay. Um, three inch, um, I think number five, and it 
didn't I, I didn't let her shoot it beforehand <laughs> <laughs> afterwards she she definitely was a little sore i mean she noticed it i mean they them turkey loads don't hold back that's for sure no they do not but um it wasn't it wasn't too much for anything like that i do think honestly that if i would have if she would have shot it beforehand maybe she would have flinched a little bit so that's what i was trying to stay away from yeah but um it worked out though and she's obviously did it again so (laughs) (laughs) but wasn't too scared after the first go around so no not at all yeah yep and she i just got her um so the first year we didn't know if she'd like hunting or not so we just went to walmart and got her some cheap camo because i didn't want to spend a whole bunch of money on her not knowing if she'd ever want to do it again you know so the first year she just got cheap camo but she really enjoyed it so last year we went to cabela's and they have a really good selection it's it's cabela's brand but it's called she camo that actually fits her better you know because at walmart they have girl stuff but it just doesn't fit girls enough to be comfy for them really yeah i mean she she had camo but she didn't really like it It just wasn't comfortable but after we got her this camo which is not expensive camo honestly it's it's pretty affordable yeah but it it fit her a lot better um she's she's real comfortable kept her more warm obviously and that's been her I mean, we actually were in Cabela's the other day, and she was like, well, I need this next. And, well, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, especially for girls just starting out, I think that's a really good for them. At least get them something that fits, you know. So. Yeah, absolutely. But. And what, then, what about you? What are what all are you running this year? Or where we're, um, we're running? Mostly, I still wore. It, it depends where I, I hunt. I got a couple sets of camo that I like. Um, I just have some regular Cabela stuff that that does real good around here. But obviously, my go-to is still all the Sitka. It just it's really light, keeps me warm in the mornings, and then breathes good in the afternoon. Because you know how turkey season is. It might be forty degrees in the morning, then be ninety, you know, at noon. Yeah. So, it my Sitka is what I really like to run during turkey season a lot just because it breathes so well when it's warm and it still and it still keeps you cold or keeps you warm when it's cooled out so yeah absolutely but that and then um i have every year she keeps telling me need to get rid of some of it and she's probably not wrong but every year (laughs) at the end of the year they have a seems like you can go to walmart you know in may and every single year you can find turkey decoys for like 75 percent off and i'm bad about not turning them down so i always get some new toys to try out you just gotta wait a whole year to do it but um so i just use a bunch of the cheap walmart decoys honestly i mean i know a lot of them guys run those three four hundred dollar decoys but i just have i feel like i have just as much good luck with the cheap stuff and which maybe it's because i'm not trying the expensive stuff maybe that one bird that hangs up on me wouldn't but um, and then my coals, I got that um, nice fall obsession slate and glass call from Adam. Awesome. Is that what you Which were working is, birds with this year? Yes, sir. Yeah, and if, if them guys haven't, if any of y'all haven't seen that thing, you need to go look a video up because they're, they're super nice, especially for the price. And I think 
Do you still have that deal going on with them right now, Sam? Yeah, I was I was gonna I was gonna mention that when you when you threw that out there that you killed those birds that um, even though turkey season has long passed, we are we do have our our custom handmade pot calls on sale right now. Um, they are I think we have them priced all the way down to forty nine ninety nine right now. Again, this is a a custom pot call, a glass slate combo. Um, very good quality and obviously brendan has had some good success with it this past season um several of our staffers were running them in the woods this year and those calls are actually handmade by one of our own guys up in uh up in pennsylvania adam Scythe. he's a pro staffer with us and and hand makes those custom calls so really great quality um and obviously produced some results for for brendan and to give you guys kind of a uh, an idea because if you're a new turkey hunter or you've never bought a pot or a slate call or anything like that before um, to get a, a good quality a custom or a handmade um, call like that you're normally going to be spending more over 60 or 65 bucks if not more in the 80 dollar range and like i said we have that call priced down right now all the way to to 50 bucks just for our because the turkey season's over and we're trying to trying to get the rest of our inventory in y'all's hands so even though the season is over the calls are we still have those calls available and you guys can pick them up and save them from next year you know so yeah brendan i'm, I'm glad that you had some good results with that with that product and we're able to get it out there in the field and put it to use man that's awesome thank you yeah it's definitely some everyone needs to try it especially for how cheap it is right now i mean that's most people spend that much going out to eat one night so yeah exactly yeah just uh just eat at home one night and buy yourself a new turkey call <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah priorities come on now. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so man what's uh what's on your radar for for the fall um as as we kind of turn our attention there because as as we briefly mentioned in the beginning of this episode, and obviously if folks go back and listen to 54, um, they'll, they'll hear all about it. But I know you had Colorado elk hunt. You had Kansas hunts last year. Um, you, got any, you got any big plans so far for 2021 fall hunting? Yeah. Um, well, I had bigger plans until the draw results came back. But I'm <laughs> yeah, sure we all did. <laughs> everyone's, yeah. I'm sure everyone's probably had the same issues but it seems like which is any bad thing there's been more people put into the draw this year i think because of covid than in history and that's not just you know a state here and there it's all states yeah so i i didn't draw out in um any not, not even my home state of oklahoma i didn't even draw anything so i got a bunch of preference points i guess but that's about it but i still i'm gonna still go to colorado this september and do the same thing just over the counter yeah um probably go back to the same area too just because i love it so much there so awesome um we're gonna go to colorado first thing in september i'd probably spend the entire month there and um honestly what's on my radar even more than the elk this year i think is try to see if i can get a bear so whenever whenever something (laughs) i cross the elk off my list and and don't get me wrong i still would love to get me an elk this year but the bears kicked my butt now and y'all hear about that here a little bit but <laughs> yeah we won't get into that here because and just for so our listeners know here in the next uh it, the, the way it'll fall in our podcast schedule within the next couple of weeks 
Um, y'all will be here in another episode with, uh, with Brendan on the line. And we're going to talk about his, uh, Montana spring bear hunt that he had. He's, uh, alluded to it a couple times now, but we're not diving into that because we're, we're dedicating a whole episode to it. So you guys yeah. will have to stay tuned and, and keep an eye out for that one. So, but besides that, probably, well, I'd like to go to thinking about an Arkansas hunt. It, it's really easy to, I mean, over the counter tags and you get a bunch of tags and it's not too expensive. So I think that might be kind of fun yeah. to go do. Besides that, probably just take a lot of time, spend it, spend around home this year. Good deal, man. So, Well, awesome. Sounds good. Well, guys, um, we're going to actually kind of start wrapping up. I know this is a little bit earlier um, and a shorter episode than we than we normally do. But, um, again, we're saving that, that uh, Montana bear hunt conversation for another episode. So keep your eyes out for that. Brandon, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come on here. Join us back on the podcast again. It's always a good time. Hear, uh, hear about what, what you got going on and your hunting efforts and everything. Sounds like a good turkey season again, so... Heck yeah. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. You bet, man. Well, guys, if you have not already, I want you to hit that follow and subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. We are on all major podcast platforms. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we're dropping a new podcast every single Monday morning. Uh, We've been very consistent with that for... Uh, 60 something weeks now so um, always bringing you guys new content and having guests from across the country like Brendan join us to share their stories and their experiences and their knowledge with us on our podcast we try to keep it um, entertaining and educational at the same time so be sure that you guys uh, subscribe and turn on notifications all that good stuff so that you guys know whenever we drop a new episode every Monday um, check out fallobsession.com that is our hub that's where you can find all of our hunting and outdoor content videos our uh, all of our media series photos reviews um, we talk a lot about different kinds of gear and it's gear that our guys have actually purchased themselves and spent their own money on and field tested themselves that they're reviewing it's not it's not all sponsorship stuff or anything we're we're blue collar outdoorsmen so um, we we take pride in uh, doing our research and and using quality products so and all of our guys try to review the stuff they use so go check those out we got some wild game recipes on there that are pretty sweet uh, I know that I've tapped into our own recipe arsenal several times doing cooking at home with wild game meat so go check those out followsession.com slash podcast that is our podcast page on our website all our episodes are published there and there's a form there that you guys can fill out um, basically to provide us feedback you can ask questions suggest topics just other general feedback Um, we take our criticism constructively so be sure you go on there and fill that out and send us your thoughts let us know what you think of the podcast and uh, we also got some new apparel coming out for for the summer. We have a new American Pride t-shirt that is rolling out. It's a pretty sweet design. We've actually sold quite a bit of them. I think it's been one of our best-selling products just rolling off the line so far. Um, but we do still have a few of those left, so you guys can uh, jump on there and pick one of those up. It would be pretty cool. Um, I think... Today, this the day this episode is being published, June 28th, is the last day that you can order with the guarantee of getting it before 4th of July weekend. So if you're listening to this episode on day one after it rolls out, 
Um, be sure you get your order in today so that we can get that shipping out to you guys and uh, get it by 4th of July. If you don't get your order in today, order one anyway. You can still wear it after 4th of July. And finally, check out our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube. Um, we're about to be rolling out a lot more videos a lot more consistently, so um, be sure you subscribe and turn on notifications on that. Appreciate you guys listening. Brandon, thank you again, man. Always a good time. Heck yeah, thank you. All right, guys. We'll catch you all again next week for another Fall Obsession podcast episode. places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.